this is Kermit the Frog, and I'm here to tell you the story about Emmett Otter's... That's Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Hey, cassettes, and welcome back to the Christmas Case Diaries. Ding, 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 ding. ding, We just need to have, like, a sleigh bells just to have on hand. Yeah, we wish we had bells. We could play our theme song with bells. Oh. That's an idea. Okay. You may have already heard that if we made it happen, but maybe not. Well, we're three old otters learning everything Whoa. we can about movies and TV and hopefully teaching you in the process. I'm Marcy. I'm Robin. And I'm Adam. <laughs> We've said it before and we will say it again. Jim Henson was a very busy man throughout the 70s and 80s. Yeah, I was going to write. <laughs> he was the busiest man in Hollywood. And then I went back to an old doc yeah. about Jim Henson and I wrote that exact sentence. So. Oh. <laughs> So twice. yeah, I was no. like, yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> it really <laughs> right is. on. During this time, he produced the Muppet Show, several Muppet movies, Fraggle Rock, Muppet Fairy Tales, The Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, The Storyteller, and more. Oh yeah, jeez, man. <laughs> and beyond all that wonderful Muppet content, he and his team also created several adorable Christmas specials. One of which we're talking about today. Yay! All right. We've talked about Jim Henson Christmas specials before. We talked about the Christmas toy a couple of years ago. Do you guys yes, remember? I, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like a briefcase. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. mentioned that this special is the one that everyone kind of remembers, or at least is more memorable than the Christmas yeah. toy. Right. Yeah. As- so Aside from Muppet Christmas Carol, but that's not really a special, yeah, right? That's yeah. just a full length movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is one of the ones that was made when Jim Henson was alive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Picture it. It's the mid 1970s, and the Muppets have taken over TV. In the first few months of its premiere, the wacky variety show pulled in 14 million viewers and would soon air in 100 countries. The world had fallen in love with the puppets from Jim Henson's Creature Shop, and audiences were asking for more. Soon, Henson's team would begin working on the incredibly ambitious Muppet movie. But before they could try their hand at a full-length feature, the puppeteers tested the waters on a heartfelt holiday special called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Oh my gosh. <sighs> this is just... Sweet as pie, really. It, so it, it, is, yes. it is the sweetest, cutest, most wonderful little thing mm-hmm. to watch. And it just warms your heart, and the music is so nice. Yeah. And it's so calming, and it puts Marcy to sleep every yes. single time. Almost I, except for once. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like have your, were you sitting in an ice bucket? Is that I, you, you know, <laughs> I stayed away. <laughs> I made sure to watch it. I think it might have been right after work. I like came ah, home from work nice. and like took care of mode and then I was like, I'm watching this while I'm still awake. I like I think I ate during it so that way it's like, okay, I'm doing something. Yeah. I'm eating right. while I'm watching. Yeah. Because you you know the part that I know that I kept falling asleep at <laughs> is the part where Emmett and Ma are on their little boat. You and mean they the row. beginning. Exactly. <laughs> the very beginning. The opening and scene. And they get they get to the fox, who the fancy fox, and uh, she says there was a stain on the you know yes, and she doesn't stuff want to and pay. all that mm-hmm. yeah. And then I'm out. If you were to look up a list of the best Henson Christmas specials, this one always tops the list. And if you've seen it, then you know why. This sweet story about a young otter and his mother perfectly captures the spirit and joy of Christmas. It's a great story filled with colorful characters and catchy songs, and it paved the way for more Muppet movies to come. So, come join us for a little music with Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Heck yeah! Oh, man. yeah. This, this movie, or this special, made me realize how much I actually like Jug band music because people might think it's just an, an it's another version of country. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean I guess you can classify it like that, but it's so different than what yeah. modern country music it's, is. It's very folksy. Yeah, 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 and it sounds really good even yeah. if it's just a wash tub 
<laughs> yeah. uh, a jug. Ain't no hole in the washtub. <laughs> and a banjo, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and a, mm-hmm. a scratch board or yes. a washboard. Oh, yeah, a washboard. Yes. Uh. And the very opening of this really reminded me of the Muppet movie. You know, you see how they were trying things out. Yep. Yeah. And you can see what was becoming the ideas for the Muppet movie because this movie begins with them on the water mm-hmm. singing. Yeah. Just yep. like the Muppet yep. movie. Uh, in a boat. Yeah. Uh, so all of that is this is the setting is very similar, uh, and also it has the banjo music, which right. yes, is what they do at the beginning true. of Muppet yeah. movie too. So it has it's it's the idea of that very just down home mm-hmm. regular person mm-hmm. kind of thing that they were going for with Kermit the Frog, and this is you know yeah. so you can see those origins. Yeah, yeah, you can see all of that in this, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, this yeah. is nice. Even when we were watching it, I thought for a second that oh, I wonder how they're doing that right now. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if they're underneath the boat yes. like they are in the Muppet movie. Right, and the answer was no. As you'll find out yeah. later in this episode. <laughs> but yeah, it's really interesting because having done all that research for the Muppet movie, we kind of mm-hmm. know what they ended up doing yeah. so it's cool to like think about what they were doing differently before yes yeah and it makes you think like okay something this must have been difficult or yeah, like yeah. this must have had trouble like must have had problems because mm-hmm. they didn't do it again you know right. like right. certain yeah. techniques and things if you out there haven't seen this delightful special please go find it somewhere i believe it's streaming on prime video right now is that right mm-hmm. okay right. that's one spot to find it or you can get it on DVD or Blu-ray, which is pretty neat. There are re-releases yeah. of it. And so. if you can find the 40th anniversary version, mm-hmm. get that version. Yeah. Because that version has the Kermit the Frog opening. Yes. Yes. Here is a summary for you. It's almost Christmas, and Emmett and Ma Otter don't have enough money to give each other the perfect gifts. But when the mayor announces a talent contest with a prize of $50, both Emmett and his mother decide to enter. The only problem is that neither of them knows that the other is trying to win the money. Emmett gathers a band together and needs to poke a hole in his mother's washtub to make a washtub base. His mother's livelihood depends on her washtub, so he knows that he has to win or else risk not having any money at all. This is such a gift of the Magi type. Yes. Yes. Yep. yes. You know thing going on here they both want to win the money they yeah. both don't they neither of them mm-hmm. talk to each other yeah. nope it's one of those things that if they just had one conversation yep everything would have been right. resolved right <laughs> and and i believe at the same time you know he has to poke a hole in this wash tub yeah she i believe ends up selling a chest the of tools, tools. Yeah. Yes. that Emmett uses sometimes to do odd jobs, right mm-hmm. so it's like they're both really risking a lot yes. without yeah. really knowing Yes. That they're both doing it. Risking all their income. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. They even leave each other notes, but don't read either. No. They don't read each other's notes. Okay, which, all right. How do you explain that? Because, like, I understand, okay, the first person lays theirs down. Yeah. And then the the next person, like, how do you, because they show a shot (laughs) where they're right next, the letters are right next to each other. How did the second pro- whoever laid theirs down Emmett. second? Emmett did it second. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It, I, don't... I mean, it must have been Emmett. Emmett probably would just, not have looked he didn't, at what hers yeah, said. Just a piece of paper on you the know? table. He didn't think anything of yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Whereas I feel like if the mom put hers down second, she yeah. would have been like, "Oh, what's this? <clears throat> yeah, Ooh, what's going on? Here? Yeah, what's yeah. going on here? Emmett's just a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know. What a okay. fool. <laughs> that explains it. Because I was like, how? How did they not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> So let's talk about the making of this special. Woo! All right. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas was adapted from a book of the same name by Russell Hoban with illustrations by Lillian Hoban. Jim Henson loved bringing beloved stories to the screen, and he was interested in making this beautiful book come to life. He loved himself a good adaptation. Oh, yeah. He liked original stuff, which he Mm -hmm. obviously could do, but he really liked adaptations. Mm -hmm. Longtime writer Jerry Jewell wrote a sweet and funny screenplay. Jerry Jewell! Yay! We've talked about him. His perfect blend of humor and heart is what gave the Muppets their signature voice throughout the TV show and various films. He was also the one that wrote the screenplay for Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. And he was just really good at writing adaptations of them. It's honestly one of the best, like, styles 
in media because there really isn't any other thing with the same heart that the Muppets has. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 There's just some, there's something about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's, I don't know. It just feels very genuine. Yeah. yeah. And not like overly sappy, you mm-hmm. know? It's just, there's something about it that just make you know, it just feels right when yeah. you're watching yeah. it. Yeah. And I think part of that has to do with the personality of a lot of the characters, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, Kermit, you know, whenever he would say something that was like, here's the moral of the story, mm-hmm. rather than say it outright, he's just like, oh, well, you know, I think. That, you know and it just sounds like he's coming up with it it sounds like you said genuine yeah Yeah. it just makes the whole thing feel nice yeah and wholesome (laughs) yes yeah very wholesome yeah emmett otter was the perfect testing ground for new muppet techniques on the muppet show the camera stayed high enough so that audiences never saw the puppeteers or the feet of the puppets emmett otter was the first time that jim henson had to create an entire world with wide shots of scenery and puppets full bodies. I love it. I love it. Yes. yes. Just just as a reminder for anybody listening who hasn't listened to any of our other puppet, Muppet episodes. Anytime you're watching a Muppet thing, there's no floor. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, There's no floor. They're literally just right there underneath, you know? Yep. yep. Uh, they have their monitors that they're, you know, they're looking down at their monitors. And so that, because they can't see what's going on. Right. Except for the monitors uh, at their feet. But then, you know, there's no floor. And if there has to be a human in the shot... They're basically walking on like planks, <laughs> right? <laughs> to like yep. get through, yeah. So there's lots of camera trickery. Right. That's that's why pretty much every time you see a guest, they're like from the waist yep. up, and or behind a table or <laughs> yeah. like a desk or something. Mm-hmm. In the opening scene, Emmett and Ma sing while rowing a boat. Special effects designer and engineer Faz Vizakis created a mechanism that allowed for remote puppeteering. As Emmett rode the boat and sang, his puppeteer controlled the mouth movements from solid ground. Fazakis also rigged the rowboat to move with Emmett's paws. While it appears that he is rowing the boat, the boat is actually rowing him. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Fazakis was a huge part of the Muppets and Jim Henson's other projects, especially Fraggle Rock. It's rumored that he was the namesake for Fozzie Bear, though that has never been confirmed. Ah, I mean a similar name. Yeah. 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 There's a few different ideas where Fozzie came <laughs> yeah. from. It, I wonder, it could be a combination of him and Frank Oz. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people think Frank Oz, right. Foz, yeah, you know. Right. Oh. But, I mean, and, and he played the characters. So people are like, yeah, that's got to be it. But yeah. people also oh. believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I believe both, honestly. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, remote control. Yeah. Crazy for this time. Yes. Yeah. Remote control to do the puppets in the boat, and it looks really good. Yeah. Because as Adam was saying, he was wondering if someone was underneath doing the puppeteering, like, yeah. like with Muppet movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 100% believable. I was just like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's they're yeah. the classic Jim Henson puppets. Yes. There they are. You know, <laughs> yes. didn't think anything of it. No. And this is a technique that they would use again and again. They didn't use it. Yeah for the opening scene of the Muppet movie, but they did use it a lot. Yeah. They used it for Labyrinth, Mm -hmm. and they they used it definitely for Fraggle Rock Storyteller. Anytime that there was a puppet that the the puppeteer couldn't be inside of them or underneath them, this was something that they would do. And we'll include some pictures in our blog, too, if you want to see kind of what it was like. But, yeah, they could move the head. Yes. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Yes. Jim Henson had not used marionettes before, but because there needed to be wide shots of the characters walking and sliding on ice, they appear in the special. The puppeteers rode cherry pickers that lifted them above the stage to operate the puppets from above. Because cherry pickers aren't very stable, the marionettes were constantly moving. Marionettes also have to be heavier than hand puppets, so they had to be made differently. Complications like these explain why Jim Henson didn't use these very often. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, a classic marionette does not need to be so high, like this from the actual puppet to the top of the strings, doesn't have to be that high usually. But to be out of shot, they had to be much higher with longer strings. It Mm -hmm. makes it, you know, the longer the strings, the more complicated it's going to get. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember we were watching this, Adam and I, when we were watching this, Mm-hmm. When we saw the scene with the marionettes, Adam yeah. said, are those marionettes? Yeah. 
uh, what's yeah. going on? You know, yeah. like this, this is what, what Muppets are about. Like yeah. marionettes. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see the strings. I mean, it mm-hmm. didn't bother me, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's clearly yeah. how they did that. Yeah. Yeah. It adds a little bit of charm. Yeah. Being able to see the strings. Yeah. yeah. I, I really don't mind the kind of fourth wall breaking of just knowing that it's puppets. Yeah. yeah. Right? That doesn't bother me yeah. at all. It's like sitting and yeah. watching a puppet show in real life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's totally fine. I would do yeah. that. And I think, you know, that was something that, that Jim Henson, you know, he never wanted yeah. kids or people to mm-hmm. believe yeah. <laughs> that the yeah. Muppets were magical creatures. Yeah. Or, right. You know, like I remember that story where, you know, a, a little girl came in and saw the Kermit Muppet and said, is that the real Kermit? And mm-hmm. he was like, Mm-hmm. They're all the real Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. one of them that I use yeah. <laughs> is yeah. the real they're, Kermit. They are all Kermit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and it makes me think that's why Jim Henson was always so adamant about saying, like, they we are puppet performers. We're yeah. you know each one of us is an artist in our own way. It's not just like, you know, he, he was taking the idea of puppeteering very seriously. Yeah. Because just your average person looking in, puppets have a certain kind of attitude from yeah. people right where it's mm-hmm. like childish yeah it's kind of goofy that kind of thing but yeah. jim henson and the that crew was just like no this is legit stuff yeah and we are all the masters of it yeah they're very serious but mm-hmm. also very they were very goofy of course yeah emmett otter's jug band christmas was filmed in a large studio in toronto canada they needed a lot of space to create the set pieces like the 50-foot river the ma and emmett travel down for a teeny tiny little puppets, fifty yeah. feet long. I know, yeah. right? It's like, and they didn't use the same spots over yeah. and over again. Yeah, the space was so large, most puppeteers had to hold up two puppets at a time to fill in the blank space. Even Cheryl Henson, who was not a professional puppeteer at the time, got to operate a character. Nice. Yeah, the sets, just like every other Muppet production, were built several feet off the ground. Jim Henson hired Don Soling to design a lot of the puppets. He was responsible for creating Ma and Emmett, the two main characters. Before this, he designed the original Ralph puppet. Nice. Rolf. Yeah. Dude, Ralph is great. The main characters' designs were lifted right from the book, looking as close as possible to the illustrations. The designers and builders began piecing the characters together long before they started filming. There were about 12 designers working at that time including Carolee Wilcox, who designed the possums. All of the characters were humanoid, meaning that they stood on two feet instead of four. Yep. They had their, you know, they anthropomorphized yeah. them. Yeah. You know, yes. Obviously wearing jackets in the cold Cute and all that. little baby clothes. Yeah, yeah very sweet. tiny puppies. And it's like, it's almost like a period piece, too. Yes. Yeah. Right? Do they, they don't say what year they it is, They do not right? say what no. year it is. We just know that at this time, $50 is a lot of money. Right. Yes. So it's earlier than 1977. Yes. When yeah. this, whenever this came Definitely. out. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the way that the different, the society. Yes. Societal ways that they dress. Is yes. You know, because the fox is very fancy and has mm-hmm. the nice yeah. clothes. The ones and with then, money. Yeah, the ones yeah. with obvious money. And then, you know, yeah. Ma Otter and Emmett have, like, these more raggedy clothes and things yes. like that. So. The technology seems very, maybe, like, early 19th century or something. Right, like that. where yeah. not, not everybody had electricity, even, yeah. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. They had sewing machines, though, that uh, seemed mm-hmm. to be the, mechanical. <laughs> they were the, the, yeah, the, they were the mechanical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Designer Roland Crewson used actual porcupine quills for the porcupine character. She was also in charge of creating a puppet audience, and she used mock-ups of other characters to fill in the gaps. Yeah, so obviously when you're messing around and trying to create the main characters, you're going to have ones that you're like, oh, this isn't quite right. Mm-hmm. We want to change the way the character looks. Mm-hmm. So you're going to like put those aside and start fresh. So then all those past mock-ups, they just take those, right. put in some other hair on them or something and different other outfit. fur, different outfit, and bam, there you go. You got yeah. an audience It's member. just like animation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I love that they did that. Especially for later, like the talent show stuff where the yes. Whole, yes. it seems like the whole town is mm-hmm. there, right? <laughs> exactly. I love that because a lot of other movies of this 
level probably would have just all just faced the stage and played audience sounds yeah oh right yes. but no they showed nope, people they show... coming in they mm-hmm. showed yep. the audience sitting there clapping <laughs> the whole thing and yep. it's just a nice touch mm-hmm. it is it's so cute it's hard to create <laughs> a crowd yeah you yep. know like we've talked yep. about with animation before you know trying to take the models <laughs> of other characters and like Changing their right. hair, you know, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like you know, just trying to do that to it's, like, yeah, it's hard, and yeah. and sometimes even though you do a really good job, yeah, you can still pick out repeats sometimes mm-hmm. if your crowd is big enough. Yeah, one that I see people pick out all the time is a shot from Legend of Korra, mm-hmm. where they see just this crowd of past avatars. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you look far enough into the crowd, you start yeah. to see them repeat a little bit, and it's yeah. like, well. Well, I mean, Come on, like, time limits here, I'm sorry, guys. Can you, know. you do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want you to draw 700 <laughs> individuals. Yeah. No yeah. repeating right now. <laughs> they didn't expect you guys to pause it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seriously. That wasn't, that, they were like, they, we want you guys to watch it. We don't want you to analyze every right. frame. Yeah. Right. But that's just an example, but, right? Yeah. It's difficult, like you said, to make crowds. Yes. So it's a. they did a great job, especially when they had to not just come up with them and draw them, but yep. physically yeah. make them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the designers had a great time building the characters in the creature shop. They were a close team and would play practical jokes on each other. Aww. Sounds I, like fun. I think this sounds like the greatest job of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You spend Seriously. all day doing crafts, <laughs> yep. which I love to do. Yep. And at the end, you've created a Jim Henson creature yep. mm-hmm. in the creature shop. Mm-hmm. I mean- Honestly, amazing. I mean, right? Is there yeah. a better career? Really, think um, about it. Honestly, right. I don't know. <sighs> that sounds like so much fun. Yeah. This special first aired on CBC Canadian Broadcasting Corporation on December fourth, nineteen seventy-seven. It opened with an appearance by Kermit the Frog, introducing the story. Jim Henson directed the special. It became common practice for any holiday Muppet specials to be introduced and narrated by Kermit. Aww. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there are a few that do it. Yeah. There's a few that if you watch them, they usually open up. Especially if that special is about Muppets that are not, you know, the normal original yeah. Muppets. Right. You know, like if it's, you know, it's other just characters associated like, with Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. So like to to tie it back to Jim Henson, usually, you know, there's mm-hmm. Kermit talking in the beginning yeah. yeah and then you don't really see him for the rest of the special but he might narrate it <laughs> right yeah you know yeah i really like it it makes it like the jim henson universe right yeah it's yeah. all the same universe it's just here's a story separate from the muppets but yes. it's still in the same thing universe. yes yeah. frank oz operated ma otter and recorded her lines his voice was later replaced by marilyn sokol who really captured the soul of ma otter she sang all of her songs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did a great job. Yeah. She did. And it's so funny because when we were watching it and Ma was talking, I said, that's so strange that they have an actual woman doing the part. I would have thought Frank Oz would be doing it. <laughs> yep. Little did you know. Yeah, I didn't know. You know I did the performance. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I was just like, oh, whoa, because usually he, he plays with Peggy. He plays, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's just more common that way. But I think they wanted it to feel even more genuine in this case, right? Because as good as Frank Oz is, (laughs) it would have been just a little bit goofy, I think. Yeah. Because Miss Piggy is purposefully goofy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, and it's great. It it works. works. But for this, they were just like, nope, we want her to be a genuine character, a real. And we Woman want, voice. A real we mom. Want her, we want her to be able. <laughs> he, we want her to be able to sing the songs. Right. Muppet veteran Jerry Nelson played the adorable Emmett Otter. You might recognize his voice as it sounds close to Kermit's nephew Robin. Yeah, ah. it's adorable. Yes, yeah. very close. Very, it's very close sounding. I cut the Christmas branch. Oh, I see you did. Well, after all, tomorrow's Christmas Eve and. Even if we don't have presents, at least we can have the branch. It's a nice one, Emmett. Dave Goles performed as Wendell, Popeye Catfish, and Will Possum. Goles was still finding his footing as a Muppet performer and wasn't very sure of himself. He began working with Henson as a builder, and it took him a couple of years to become a confident puppeteer. He's best known as the Great Gonzo. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is still... insane. Isn't that crazy yeah. to think about yeah. that? He's just like, oh, I'm not, not really... 
very good. I'm just kind of, yeah. you know, I'll give it my best. Yeah. Um, fast forward, he's freaking Gonzo. Yeah. One of people's, you know. I love Gonzo. One of favorites, the yeah. favorites. Yeah. Yes. Richard Hunt played Charlie Lizard and George Rabbit. Hunt was responsible for classic Muppet characters like Statler and Sweetums. Aww. Nice. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Richard Hunt was one of the original puppeteers. Uh, he actually passed away about the same time as Jim Henson. Wow. Yeah. So if you watch a Christmas really. Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. it's dedicated to him and Jim ah, Henson. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Aaron Osgur played Gretchen Fox, Hetty Muskrat. <laughs> that's a great name. Yes. <laughs> Hetty Muskrat, Mrs. Mink, and Old Lady Possum. Oscar was the only female regular Muppet performer on The Muppet Show when it premiered. All right. Next we have music. Yay. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's unexpectedly. Yeah. Right? Not that I thought it was going to be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, it's a Jim Henson special. It mm-hmm. can't be that bad, right? No. It, it's well, Maybe it's nothing to write home about. <laughs> but it certainly... Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Was yeah. beyond my expectations. It's, yeah. It's honestly, but when we say this was like the roadmap for the Muppet movie, it was. It, for real, It's yeah. all the same people. Paul yep. Williams did the music for this, mm-hmm. just like he did for Muppet movie. Yep. And for Muppet Christmas Carol later yep. on. Musician Paul Williams was on the set of The Muppet Show when Jim Henson approached him about writing songs for a Christmas special. Henson told him that he wanted to eventually make a full-length Muppet movie but wanted to try some things out first. Williams wrote the songs for Emmett Otter based on the script and the original book. He also used his own road band for recording. Yeah, so cute. The songs in the special have a folksy style, and some even sound similar to the songs that would appear in the Muppet movie just one year later. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. The opening song is called The Bathing Suit That Grandma Otter Wore. <laughs> Emmett Otter opens with Emmett and his mother singing this song while riding down the river. The tune was originally longer, but they had to cut it down for the special. Paul Williams felt compelled to write the song because the title was actually mentioned in the book on which Emmett Otter was based. His favorite lines from it were Once a pirate tried to steal it, it was rumored he was going to use it for a pirate sale. And innocent of such an act, he cried, the fact is that's a perfect diaper for a baby whale. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh it's, it's funny. I mean, we, we heard it on our the version that we watched, but the line was cut originally for time, but is in some of the bonus features as well as the newer releases of the film. So we got to see it. It's, yeah. Oh, nice. That's <laughs> The next song was Ain't No Hole in the Wash Tub, which follows shortly after the first. Its title foreshadows the fact that later on, Emmett would poke a hole in Ma's wash tub to make a bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That song's pretty catchy, too. It is. It's so is. catchy. I, I, yeah, it's it's been in my head. Same. Yeah, yeah. I was singing it today during work. <laughs> when Emmett's band gets together to practice, they sing a fun song called Barbecue. This is such a good song. This one rocks, man. <laughs> yeah. Paul Williams wasn't used to writing songs in this style. He likened it to Oh Brother, Where Art Thou Music, which likely refers to the country and folk music of the Depression era. Yeah. Yeah, that that, mm-hmm. that feels about right, honestly. That, mm-hmm. It yeah. seems that kind of... This feels like it could be taking place around in the Depression. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One lyric in the song goes, and the sauce mama makes just stays there forever if you ever get it under your nails. <laughs> well, Williams said that this line was inspired by his own childhood. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just, yeah, you're, you're, you're eating like, the barbecue and it, mm-hmm. you, you got to eat it with your hands. Like this, you can't eat it any other way. The song is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and what's so funny about barbecue. Yeah. Is that in universe? Yeah, this is a popular song. Yeah, that, yeah oh yeah. This shoot! Is, yeah, what is their is... barbecue? What are they barbecuing up? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, uh, but anyway, they just like the sauce on corn. And on stuff. corn, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and like, but it, yeah, this is a very popular song. 
uh, because later on in the special, they're going to yes. sing this for the talent show. Mm-hmm. And later on, another <laughs> group of people or group of uh, it's, animals. It's an animal. I think just it's just one, one guy, animal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He also yeah. sings this song. So they're like, oh, man, they're going to think that we yeah, stole his we stole song. It, which is ridiculous. Which is a, a ridiculous thing yeah. for the audience to think. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no one would think that. No, Everyone would be like, no. yeah, you, I mean, obviously, you but, practiced and prepared You know, song. that's always right. a play on these movies, though, where where it's a talent show. Yeah. They're, they always, it's always, oh, my gosh, this other band they're or this other group act. did our act. We got to come up with a different one on the spot. <laughs> At the climax of the special, Ma and Emmett both perform separately at the talent show. Ma sings a beautiful ballad called Our World, while Emmett's band sings a song called Brothers. These two pieces were actually written as one song. The idea was that the second song was answering the first, and the two would be able to meld together later in the special when Ma and Emmett sing them at the same time. Williams wrote the one song and then divided them. After losing the competition, Ma and Emmett's band sing the song together. The songs are performed separately and simultaneously to represent how Emmett and his Ma are great apart, but even better together. Wow, that's interesting to write a song yeah. and then split it on yes. purpose. Yep. That's really strange. It really reminded me of The Music Man. So in The ah. Music Man, Harold Hill, mm-hmm. main main mm-hmm. character yeah. he sings the song 76 trombones and that's like uh, his right, big song right, yeah right. and then later on his love interest mm-hmm. madam librarian yes she <laughs> she sings a song good night my someone and then she sings that yes. and they are the same song yeah um but the tempos are different mm-hmm. and so because you know of course the lyrics are different and different yes. singers. Right. Yeah. And so the audience doesn't recognize that it is the same, same. song until ah. later in the movie mm-hmm. when they're both singing the songs at the same time. Yes. And so then you hear that, you know, they're singing the same thing. <laughs> and it's it's just very, it's just reminded mm-hmm. me of this. I was yeah. like, that's, hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Works out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Mon Emmett's performances are followed by the River Bottom Nightmare Band. Dude. This was incredible. Ah, I love this. this. Oh my god. I mean, dang it. Because they're the bad guys. Kind yes, of. They're, like, they're kind they're, of the antagonists. Yeah. yeah. But they're this hilarious gang. For the people who have not seen this. This is a hilarious gang of rogues and misfits. And yep. they basically just ride around town. Mm-hmm. They've got a fish. Yep. A fish Muppet that just hangs out in water. I love him. Yeah, because yes. yeah, in the car they drive around. The yeah. very back is just a pool, yes. basically, right? A yeah. small pool for the fish character. Yep. They all get out of the car to go yeah. somewhere, and yeah. he's just like, well, "I guess I'll yeah. wait here." Yep. <laughs> the fish. Yeah. The fish they have to carry yeah. him everywhere. Yeah. Do. The yeah. fish is never out of water. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. No. Oh my gosh. No, they are very funny. Yeah. Hey, you, you young rag scamps! You just messed up my fruit stand! Oh, so sorry! (laughs) This group of tough guys have been antagonists throughout the special and have stepped up to take the prize for themselves. Their song is, for a lack of a better term, an absolute banger. Oh, yeah, it is. And so they, of course, win the contest. Yes, they win. You're like, oh my gosh, who's going to win? Is it going to be Emmett? Is it going to be his mom? Oh, my gosh. How sweet. And then they step out, and they're just, like, you know, banging. I mean, yeah. They have, they obviously had the money to buy all of these electronic instruments Mm -hmm. and, you know, the whole thing, the lights, the the full-on rock show stuff. Yes. This is so funny, because you're watching, and you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely going to win. I mean. Yeah. Like Oops. this is such yeah. a sweet movie and yeah. everything. And then... Boomer. Yeah, yeah. For for a moment, I thought maybe the judges would be like, but you know, yeah, yeah. Emmett and his, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But no, yeah. they were like, fuck this no. band. Is nope, they're the winner. They're yeah. they they're it. Henson loved the idea of having a rock band go through this sweet little town. <laughs> it was his and Paul Williams' chance to live out their rock and roll fantasies. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yes. man. 
One of the funniest characters of the special is a fish puppet that splashes around in a bowl and hangs out with the gang. Dave Goals had a great time playing him. I mean, I love oh. I love him. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I just I love him just splishing and splashing throughout that whole mm-hmm. that whole rock band part. <laughs> like And it's so cute. Like I they I they don't have Muppets like that mm-hmm. in water. I just yeah. uh, it was such a cute idea. <laughs> the the guy that was doing the puppet in front of him was like, oh my gosh, I got so wet that day because Dave Goals was just doing that and it wasn't splashing the puppet that he was doing but it was getting it was getting him (laughs) hilarious I wonder if he kind of did it on purpose he probably you know he might have I feel like the uh, you know all those guys probably would have constantly playing jokes on each each other other. while filming like how wet can I get the guy in front of me yeah yeah Even though the otters lose out on the prize money, the special still has a very sweet ending. The restaurant owner Frog believes in their talent and decides to hire them to sing for him. It turns out that they won't have to wash clothes for a living anymore. As the special closes, Ma sings When the River Meets the Sea. Oh my gosh, this song. This song is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a... A reversion of it with John Denver. There's like a Christmas Muppet album with yeah. John Denver. Oh, <laughs> he sings this song. Oh my god, it's beautiful. This is yeah. one that you should look up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This was Jim Henson's daughter Cheryl's favorite song from the special. This was also one of the songs specifically mentioned in the book as "Downstream Where the River Meets the Sea." So both the opening and closing songs came straight from the original source material. Oh, wow, that's That's sweet. really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lost song called Born in a Trunk. It was cut from the special. During the talent show, a prim and proper woman from the music store was going to go on stage and just sing a loud rousing song. It is. It's one of those like yes. it's got like kind of yes. a quiet beginning and then it's just like you know that kind of that kind of thing paul williams drew inspiration from judy garland for the piece yeah marilyn sokol performed the song but did not even remember it the opening sounds very similar to rolf's song i hope that something better comes along in the muppet Mm. movie as we mentioned earlier yeah so this is the song that when i was listening to it and the the tinkling piano at the beginning Ah. of this Sound, which, because, you know, they're doing the talent show, they got the yep. little piano player, yep. and the tinkling piano, oh my god. It, it, it's, I think they probably <laughs> use the same piano to, yeah. to do both, mm-hmm. since, you know, they're both Paul Williams, and mm-hmm. right. I mean, I was like, what? What am I listening to? For sure, yeah. <laughs> it was not actually a finished song, but she did record what Paul Williams had written for it. You can find it in the special features section, if you have a... Yeah. The special yeah. edition. You can also find it on YouTube. Yes. All of yeah. these songs are on YouTube. Yay. Paul joked that he could send the song to Liza Minnelli. <laughs> yeah, I think he could. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we're going to move on to some fun facts. Ooh, fun fun facts, facts. Facts that are fun. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> In 2005, a collector's edition DVD was released. It featured several deleted scenes and alternate scenes, as well as the song, Born in a Trunk, performed by the Waterville music store owner, as we said. Yeah. Due to Disney purchasing the Muppets a year earlier, Kermit's scenes and narrations were cut from this version. When the cast and creators reunited to film a making-of documentary, Jerry Jewell passed because he was upset that Kermit was cut from the special. I completely understand this. Yep. Yeah. I I mean I wish he did the documentary, but yeah. <laughs> right. But I do think that it makes a lot of sense. He wrote it. It, like it was a different special without it. Right. Exactly. I think it's a difference of like five minutes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the original mm-hmm. cut is fifty three minutes long, and yeah. now it's forty eight yeah. minutes long. But it makes all the difference. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it, and it's ridiculous that Disney would be so hell bent on cutting yeah. it because. Like, you why? don't you own don't you own the Muppets in general? Yep. Yeah. They probably were of the same mindset where like the Muppets include Kermit, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, yes. Fozzie, yeah. Yeah. Rolf. 
like you know the specific ones yeah. so they were like yeah. cut that muppet out of there yeah it's it's interesting rat... because jim henson wanted disney to have the muppets yeah and right. I, I don't I think that he he didn't think <sighs> that they would do things like yeah. that. dude seriously i mean back back <sighs> then maybe they wouldn't have yeah by the time they got them yeah. it was you know they had already yeah. changed the scene where the drum rolls past Emmett and his mother took over 200 takes to get right. In 2020, Frank Oz wrote in a tweet about how much fun he and Jerry Nelson had doing the takes. <laughs> and we will link to both that yeah. tweet, which is an article about it, and a video of just hilarious oh bloopers. I cried. It's amazing. Cried watching that. And It's so, so funny. This is a scene in the special where... <laughs> A drum rolls past them. They're outside the music shop, <laughs> and a drum rolls. It's very simple. Rolls past and kind of flops down in front of them, and they had to do the drum. Just had a mind of its own. It just mm-hmm. it wouldn't stop. Nope. They couldn't get it <laughs> to do what it needed to do. Yeah. And even the final take wasn't really what they wanted. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't perfect. But it was good enough. Yeah. After yep. two hundred some takes, you're like, okay, we gotta cut our losses. <laughs> yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the funniest thing about the bloopers is you can hear Frank Oz, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, doing his thing, and it's just so funny because they're just, they have to stay there <laughs> yes. and act it out every time, and yeah. say their lines, but then they're like, you know, they they watch the drum yes. fail to do its job, and then they just make a hilarious <laughs> and joke about it. You know that that they're standing there. With their arms straight up yep. into the air. Mm-hmm. Above their heads. Both, like, for, for, for over hours. 200 yeah. takes. Yeah. And so when they put their arms down because they're tired, mm-hmm. the puppets flop onto the... <laughs> yeah. It look, looks like they're just yeah. flopped over. I'm just, I'm just going to lay down here on yeah. the pavement for a, mi- for a moment, son. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's very funny. Go check out the blog. Yeah. Grab that link. It's it all... It'll be worth it, I promise. Yes. The song, When the River Meets the Sea, was one of the songs performed at Jim Henson's funeral. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very sweet fact, maybe not as fun, but it's it's one of those songs that is a beautiful song. It is. So. I mean, his funeral was an incredibly emotional thing. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's tough to watch footage of it. Yeah, seriously. So now we're going to talk about how this was received. All righty. Reception of this. It's wonderful, and everyone agrees. (laughs) (laughs) Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas has received very positive reviews from critics and fans alike. Most reviews are more recent, but according to one New York Times review from 1980, Jim Henson and the Muppets are on a dazzling winning streak these days. Mr. Henson has produced and directed one of the most charming Christmas specials of the last several years. Once again, Mr. Henson's creations verge on the marvelous, perfectly capturing the wind in the willows aspects of Emmett Otter's story. These really are the nicest folk on the river and on primetime television. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And it's, it's totally true. Mm-hmm. Yes. What they say. It's completely true. It's, I mean, it was innovative. It was sweet. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Yep. It was perfect prime Muppet stuff. Right. <laughs> really? It, yeah. And like yeah. we said at the beginning, amazing to pull this stuff off just based on how much was happening around the time. Yeah. yeah. Right? They're doing so much. They just can't, <laughs> but somehow they can't lose. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just all great. The special sits at 100% from critics and 84% from audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Though they are, like, they're they all modern. Re- recent. Yeah. But yeah. still cool. Still. Yeah. But it's nice to know that when it first came out, they were saying nice things. Yes. About it. Yeah. It's not just a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually just true. a really good special. Yeah, right. And exactly. it was based on a pretty popular book, too. And they yeah. they did a great job with it. The characters look very, like, pra- if not exactly like the page, yeah. like, incredibly close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they did a really faithful job with it. Yeah. Because they were, you know, you always worry a little bit if, you know, there's a book or something that you're mm-hmm. basing it on. Even, even if it's a simple story, you're like, uh, you know, people yeah. love it. 
Yeah. But I want a great. stuffed Emmett otter so badly. <gasps> oh, be so that'd be great. Cute. Or any of them. Any yeah. of these animals. They're <laughs> mm-hmm. so cute. Oh my god. Fish. I want that fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Emmett Otter was also nominated for four Emmy Awards in 1981, all for Outstanding Achievement Awards in children's programs such as music, lyrics, When the River Meets the Sea, costumes, and lighting. Yeah. Very nice. Just outstanding achievements all around because it's such a great Mm -hmm. like production not just the story and characters and everything but like yeah they really put it together well it's so cool Mm -hmm. some of the characters from emmett otter's jug band christmas have since made appearances across various jim henson creations nearly everyone from the special can be found at the end of the muppet movie during the rainbow connection song as well as Emmett, his mother Alice, and Mayor Harrison Fox being found in a few episodes of The Muppet Show. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. In October of 2019, it was announced that Brett McKenzie of Flight of the Concords is writing the script and additional songs for a film adaptation of the special. Yeah. Oh. So a, f- a fuller-length uh, f- feature. However, uh, since 2019, mm-hmm. there hasn't been anything else a peep mm. okay. so who knows mm. right yeah right. i mean flight of the concords wrote the songs for the muppets mm-hmm. with you know jason siegel and that movie is really good right yeah so at least there's that going for it maybe. at least that yeah maybe it'll be fine mm-hmm. yeah so what did you guys think over any last thoughts before we end the episode I mean, we, we've said it multiple times, but it's mm. just an incredibly sweet, wholesome little special. It's not very long, Mm-mm. but it does a lot with its short run, yeah. and it's, it's so cute. It's got the great music, mm. lovable characters. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to add this to my Christmas yeah. movies, you know, for yearly mm. watching because it's, it's that Same. good. It's so good, and honestly, I mean, I just love it so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. I have this very faint, very vague memory of watching it as a kid. Okay. And I don't remember, I I just remember the talent show. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only part. Yeah. And I, you know, because (laughs) when we were watching it together, I was like, I I kind of remember this, you know, I kind of remember. Maybe you fell asleep during the other part. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, yeah, I remember like just, you know, just one of those things, you know, I think it was my mom probably was like, saw it at the library, was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this will be cute, brought it home. But I love this. It is so sweet. It's honestly, it's just like. It's like sugar cookies for your eyes. I mean, yeah, it's a good way. Yeah, and soul. It's honestly, it, it it has that special charm of early Muppet stuff. Yeah, that I mean, just, I, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not there now, but it's just that there was something really special about the very beginning of the Muppets mm-hmm. when they were finding their voices, yep. when they were figuring out how to do things yep. and they were doing t- trying out new technology and they, you know, trial by error and, you know, yeah. spending hours on one take and yep. all of that stuff. There is something very special about that stuff that came out at that time. And so this is just one of those really fun examples. You watch it, you're like, it just, yeah, mm-hmm. it feels so authentically like Muppet, I guess. Yeah, yeah it really does. <laughs> yeah. With- Without any of the normal cast. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love how there are a lot of movies out there that kind of drive me nuts where things constantly go wrong. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they, I have a hard time watching them. And Mm -hmm. this, in a way, has some of that because, Mm -hmm. you know, as the audience, we know that they're both taking the risk that each you know for each other right Mm -hmm. emmett wants to get ma a piano and then ma wants to get emmett a guitar Mm -hmm. so it's like they're they're doing it for each (laughs) other only and it's just the sweetest you know even though it's a big risk that could bankrupt them entirely but yeah but you know, it all works out in the end. I'll be this. honest, I didn't know how they were going to work it out. As I was watching it, I was <laughs> right. like, like, I was like, if they, don't, if they don't win this ca- talent show, like, I'm like, how are they going to survive? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yes. So, but, you know, that's it, it, it shows that, like you said, they mm-hmm. work best together. Yeah. Because they did great on their own, yep. but when they sang together, the, the rich 
restaurant owner was like, now that. That's the special <laughs> sound I've been looking for. That's the sauce. Yeah, yeah there it is. Because he, he was one of the judges <laughs> of the talent show, if we mm-hmm. forgot to mention. Yeah. yeah. And he says to them, like, you guys did great. Or, or he's talking yeah. to somebody. He's like, they were great, but they just need that. There's yeah. some one Something more. Something extra. Yes. Yeah. But then extra. later when he hears them, he's like, nope, you had it the whole time. There it is. Yeah, yeah you so just need awesome. to perform together. Yeah. yeah. Emmett Otter is the gold standard of Muppet Christmas specials. With Jim Henson in the director's chair, it features many of the classic Muppet collaborators that made the Muppet show so special. This sweet little presentation began a wonderful tradition of Muppet Christmas stories, and it showed that Henson's team of puppeteers, writers, musicians, and builders were capable of making a full-length film. So if you enjoyed all the Muppet films, you have Emmett Otter to thank. And if you have yet to see this little gem, you ought to give it a watch. Robin. So cute. You ought to give it a try. Ooh, I thought of that one last night. And I was like, that's really bad. That's I'm not going to do it. But yet, so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. You need so to watch stinking. this. Yeah. So stinking cute. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, how important was this? You know, it yeah. went well. Jeez. Mm-hmm. They got good reviews. Yeah. People watched it. They mm-hmm. were like, Muppet movie. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Turns out that it made all the difference. <laughs> it really yeah. did. Who would have thought? Yeah. People still want to watch it. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. I always thought of it as this like niche little nobody knows about yeah. it kind of yeah. movie just because that's. The way I always thought yeah. about it, I'd never yeah. seen it, so it's like, well, shoot, dang! It turns out it was a big deal, yeah. <laughs> and it's more popular than we thought. Yeah. I think there Which are a lot great. of people people who actually do know about this. Yeah. So. Oh, All right. right, yeah. So with that, that's another case closed. <laughs> Woo, dude, on, on fire! Nice. We got this. So. Woo. Woo. Yeah. All right, now let's see if we can remember the last part of this. All, All right. right, we'd like to thank our patrons. Patrons, yes, Joel, John, Jacob, Jacqueline, JD, Anthony, Bob, Linda, Shelly, and Brad, and Jaren. Yes. There we go. Ooh, a little out of order, but we got it. <laughs> we got him. it, we got yes. it, we got it, we got it. I yes. needed a little help there, but uh, luckily <laughs> I have two very awesome co-hosts. We... <laughs> We love you guys. We yes. appreciate it so much. Don't yeah. let the fumbling fool you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we appreciate yes. it. We want to thank all of you that support us, whether it be through listening, telling a friend, just, yeah. All of it. <laughs> all of it. Anything you do to support us, yeah. we really appreciate it. Leave a it. review. Yes. Please. Check out the right. blog. Yeah. yeah. Yes, there Bec- might be some good pictures on there yeah. for this blog. Become a patron. Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah. That'd be swell. That'd be even better. That would be cool. But but thank you so much yeah, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And so Ma and Emmett and the boys started to make a little regular money on a lot of really fine music. And from then on, Christmas was a little merrier on the river.